Welcome to the Lost Boys to Found Fathers podcast. I'm Will Haycox, and joining me is my co-host, Gabe O'Sullivan. We are men who have suffered the loss of a child, and through this production, we desire to offer encouragement, strength, and hope to our fellow brothers who have traveled the same journey. Welcome, guys. We're here. I think we're recording what we're calling episode 34, and Gabe just released a new book. We kind of teased it for a little while, and uh, we finally get it out there, and we want to tell you a little bit about it. So uh, it's called Every Little Thing, Six Small Steps to Perfect Peace. I wanted to just give you guys a chance to, to learn a little more about it. So Gabe, first of all, congratulations. I know that's, uh, that's a big accomplishment to get a book out there. Um, and we'll just you, jump into it. Why this book, man? Well, I think right now our world needs a little peace. Uh, and you know, when, when I had this idea, which was actually years and years ago, uh, I, I had no idea, of course, what was coming. You know, this, this book has been on my heart for a while, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about it in just a minute, kind of why the verses that are, are talked about a lot mm-hmm. in this book and kind of where that came from. Um, but, yeah, man, I think that there's just so much turmoil and so much, mm-hmm. like, s- struggling and strife <clears throat> and, like, not peace that's going on right now mm-hmm. that I think that people could uh, could use something to... Mm-hmm. to help them to work through the anxiety that they're dealing with and get to a place of peace. Mm. So six small steps to perfect peace. So what's the verse of scripture that inspired you to write that and why peace? What, okay. How did it inspire you? Yeah, so um, I don't know, man, for a long time, this Philippians 4, 4 through 9 has just been one of my favorite verses. Uh, And so I'm going to read it. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Hmm. And then verse 8 says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have seen and learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Mm. So that verse just meant a lot to me for a long time. And gosh, it was, I mean, Shoot, man. It was, I mean, it was probably seven, eight years ago, easy, that I think the Lord kind of started working on my heart. Like, hey, I need you to, I want you to flesh this out, and mm-hmm. I want you to write about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, I tried it a few times, put some stuff down on paper. You know, because it's about peace, uh, I didn't want it to be very heavy like my other book is. I mean, man, that, that will be done. It's, it's a heavy, it's a heavy read, right? So I wanted this to be a bit more lighthearted. Um, and enjoyable because I think you know when are you when are you at the most at peace? It's generally when you're enjoying something, right? When you're doing something that's enjoyable. And so, the first couple uh, times I went through it, man, I just couldn't get anything together, and it was just I thought it was silly and kind of flippant, and I just didn't like it. And so I just trashed it and <clears throat> just kind of leave it for a while, uh, and uh, and then it it came together. So you you mentioned that you talk about peace and. And uh, we have some questions kind of we wanted to ask you here, but I just thought, you know, who's this book for? Is this for 
dads? Yeah. Is this for moms? Is this for police officers? Is this for, you know, who is this for? Is there a target audience or do you think this is something that could be for anyone? I do think this could be for mm. anyone, you mm. know, and you know, they, when you're writing a book, they want you to think about those things, right? Yeah. Like who's your target audience? Well, nowadays, I mean, I really think it could be for, for anyone, mm. you know, from a teenager, you know, mm. that's 13, 14 years old, that's starting to struggle with middle school friend drama, you know, mm. to the 17 year old that's dealing with their social media junk, you know, that mm -hmm. they're having to deal with this day and time, uh, to a mom that's mm -hmm. got multiple kids and she's running them all around, you know, and she just feels frazzled, you know, mm -hmm. to the dad that's trying to figure out, okay, how do I balance work and family and mm -hmm. personal time, you know, to, like you said, to a police officer that's, mm -hmm getting underappreciated, underpaid, and is putting her life on the line for the protection of, of his community, you know, every day, or for the pastor that's mm. got who knows what coming at him from all angles, you know, and it feels mm. like they have to be the the rock for his whole congregation and his family, you mm -hmm. know, and himself. And so I'm hoping that the the little snippets of, of information that's in this book, you know, will extend to anybody mm -hmm. Because we all have times where we feel stressed out, mm -hmm. we might feel worried, we might feel anxious, uh, and this book's going to address those things. Mm -hmm. I think it, it addresses kind of the I think the main the main things, the main points, the, the main stressors that might cause us to have a lack of peace. And again, that's not stuff that I just came up with. I just took it straight out of this ver out of these verses, mm -hmm. and then just fleshed that out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think that's great. Like you say, you know, you <clears throat> you need peace no matter what stage of life you're in. And I think it's really easy in today's culture to lose peace and to get, like you say, like the verse says, you know, instead of not being anxious, it's really easy to just have your whole life consumed by anxiety and worry about COVID's going to kill everybody and, you know, whatever before that, Ebola is going to kill everybody. And now the next thing is, well, we're going to have World War Three with Russia. And, you know, like you say, you know, there's always something else that's going to come up. The media is always going to hype something. Or there's going to be another pandemic or there's going to be this or that. And I think that's really cool that, that you're just giving us all some ways to get closer to peace. And I, so, I'll just yeah. jump in on that, man. Like even last night, like it, I don't look at the news in the morning mm. ever. That's a very bad way to start your day. At nighttime, I was when I'll journal it, which is probably stupid too, because mm. then you're about to go to bed, mm -hmm. you know, right? But that's generally when I look at it, and I look at this website called Daily Wire. It's a more conservative news outlet, mm. um, if you will. And but man, just looking at the headlines on that, I'm like, oh gosh, I can't, mm. I can't believe that our country is that our leaders are saying this, you mm. know? Or I can't believe that our decision makers are making this decision, or mm -hmm. how can you know? And so. My goodness, just just reading the headlines can put you into this mm -hmm. state of what are we dealing with? Mm -hmm. What's our country going to look like five years from now? Is it oh, even yeah. going to be a country, right? What does that look like for my family? Mm. You know, so we can easily go down that spiral of anxiety, stress, worry, dread, that kind of thing. And so then I'm like, well, okay, I need to take and put into some practice mm -hmm. the things that I talk about in this book, mm -hmm. which w one of them was replace the bad with good. And so I've got a list on my phone of a bunch of power verses for me, mm -hmm. like not like eighties hairband lyrics. Okay. So that's what I'm talking <laughs> power about. Power ballads. That's what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Power ballads. Right. Just Bible verses that, mm -hmm. you know, speak to me a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was like, okay, I'm going to get, and then just positive mm -hmm. words. Like I've got, it's that's the, the, the note is called positive words. And mm -hmm. so I 
I was like, all right, I got to get out of this funky mindset here. So I flipped over to the notes on my phone, pulled that up, read through those mm-hmm. probably 20 verses that I've got listed there, and then read through those positive words, mm-hmm. you know, like strength, courage, hope, faith, love, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and that, that made a difference and kind mm-hmm. of got, got me out of that cycle. So the, we talk about, you know, how much negativity and, and anxiety and fear and frustration there is. seems like peace is so far away from how the average person only lives our lives, like I say, listening to the news and being on social media. So the subtitle is Six Small Steps to Perfect Peace. How can they be small steps? Shouldn't it be like these big, long, difficult steps to get from this place to this place? They should be, I think, mm-hmm. you know, if we if we think at it from man's perspective, right? But um, God's perspective is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the ways that we can have perfect peace, I think, is just having our lives rooted in Him. And when that's the case, then the other things that we do are a little bit easier as an outflow of that. I'll use a sports analogy. So let's say that when we were in high school, we um, jumped you know, straight from the couch and then the coach was like, okay, now you've got to go play the last year's state champions. And they have all mm. five returning starters back. Mm. That would be a very <clears throat> tall task mm. right there to be able to do. But if the coach rather said, okay, six weeks from now, we're going to face a state championship team mm-hmm. from last year. And they have all five returning, returning starters back. This is what we're going to do to prepare for them. First, mm-hmm. we're going to do conditioning. Mm-hmm. After we do two weeks of conditioning, you know, then we're going to start into – doing some basic basketball drills. Mm-hmm. Then after that, we're going to implement our offense. Then we're going to implement our defense. Then we're going to enter, you know. So mm-hmm. the coach breaks down these steps that are not that difficult when you have the overall, you know, game plan that's mapped out for you. Mm-hmm. And also once you have the, uh, I guess, confidence in your coach, right? So when we're rooted in Christ, then number one, we know that, we believe that he's got everything under control, that he's got everything mm-hmm. in his hand, and that there's nothing that's going to happen in this world mm-hmm. or to us that is outside of his scope of understanding and his control. Mm-hmm. And so when we come at it from that perspective, now we can just live life a bit freer. So the steps, yep. if we were just trying to do it in our own strength, in our own accord, they would mm-hmm. be big and they would be hard. You know what you'd be doing? You'd be climbing to the top of some mountain mm. in the Himalayas, mm-hmm. and you'd have to be meditating for the next 50 years of your life, mm-hmm. you know, multiple hours a day and doing, you know, spiritual up-downs, I call it. You know, or you'd have to be, you know, there's all these things that man has tried to implement in different religions, right, different faiths to try to gain that peace. And they're all hard. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all difficult. Mm. Like, wearing a toga in the Himalayas, like, that's not easy, right? Like the, I've seen those dudes before, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, man, that's hard, right? Those are hard steps. But mm-hmm. when our life is rooted in Christ and we know he's the one that's already achieved that peace for us and that reconciliation mm-hmm. between us and God and that we know he's in control, mm-hmm. he created everything, he's in charge of everything, then those steps get smaller and they get easier to take. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's encouraging, like you say, you know. It, it hits me when you say, you know, from all this fear and anxiety to peace, yeah, it does sound impossible. But like you said, you know, if you have the strength of the Lord and you can allow Him to help you with those steps, that, that is encouraging. So 
how did all this come together? You mentioned it's been a few years. You know, how did this go from an idea to this finished book here? Yeah, so I had that idea. And the, the reason that it's called Every Little Thing is that's a lyric from a Bob Marley song. So I know it seems maybe a little counterintuitive that I'd be <laughs> writing a book using scripture and Bob Marley at the same time. And uh, I totally understand that. However, I tell the story in the book, and I'm not going to totally ruin it, but it's a small story. Just that that, man, the Bob Marley's Greatest Hit CD has meant a lot to me through the years. I just mm. love that album, man. I just love it. And so I love that song, Three Little Birds. And it talks about how every little thing is going to be all right. Mm. And that's what we're trying to convey in this book is that every little thing is really going to be all right. Like, mm. It may not seem like it. You may not feel like it. But mm. if your life is, is in Christ... Then everything is going to be all right, and so that was another, I guess, you know, like uh, thing that was, you know, kind of spurring me on to mm-hmm. write this book. It was like, how can I convey to people mm-hmm. that it's going to be okay, you know? And <clears throat> so I was traveling back from Far East Asia uh, in 2020, sitting in an airport on the other side of the world, literally from where we're mm-hmm. at. And if you put a you know put a pin mm-hmm. in the in the globe and had a seven hour layover mm-hmm. and in a Starbucks in a really nice uh, Starbucks in, a, in, a, in an airport and God just gave me the outline mm-hmm. you know he was like okay <clears throat> this is this is where it's at. It just like just you know kind of came to me mm-hmm. and so I, I did I worked on it for probably two or three hours just solid just didn't stop writing and then um, you know, got on the plane, a lot of plane rides there mm-hmm. coming back home and had it had it pretty well worked out um, by the time I got home. Mm-hmm. And then got home ten days later, you start hearing about coronavirus mm-hmm. and COVID mm-hmm. and China virus and you know, all this stuff and um mm-hmm. and uh so I was like, Okay, wow, I wish I had this book out right now mm-hmm. you know, because obviously mm-hmm. panic just struck, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, so it was. It was good to have that for me to be working on it. I think during this time, mm-hmm. and that's when it came to me. So I got it all together in 2020, February 2021. I got COVID, mm. and probably never had. I never had a test, but symptoms certainly uh, spoke to that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm laid up for like seven days or whatever, you know, just at the house by myself and. Um, Ended up like really getting it fleshed out, getting the stuff to to a publisher, and and mm-hmm. kind of went from there. It took a whole year before it all finally came together, mm-hmm. you know. But probably because my grammar and mm-hmm. uh, my uh, ability <laughs> to edit is so poor. Uh, but yeah, we finally got it together. That's cool. So I don't want to ask you to give the whole book away here. You've already shared a little bit of a teaser with us. But is there one of these steps that means more to you, or that you thought more about than the others? Uh, I would say uh, there's this one section in the book that I think means the most to me, and and it's it's within one of the steps, and mm. it's talking about um, recognizing God's voice mm. versus the voice of the, of the enemy or mm. somebody that's got your mm. your harm in their in their interest instead of your good in their interest, mm. and. One of the reasons, again, this book means a lot to me is because, man, that was a couple of years ago that for whatever reason, I just got in a, <clears throat> in a really bad 
way. Mm. Like, I guess depression would be the best Mm. term for it. Mm -hmm. Didn't even know I was in it. You know, just didn't even know. It was, uh, man, it was just weird. Like, I was just in a funk. Mm. Um, And, again, didn't even know it, you know. But then one day, like, and it was for like almost a year, I would say. Mm. And so looking back on it, like, I was thinking about this other night. Like, I, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it almost seems like a, like a fog. Because, like, I remember, I was just kind of had this thought. I was like, I remember, like, in 20, the end of 2018, 2019, like, coming home from work and, like, just going in and laying on the couch yeah. and, like, not getting up until it was time to go to bed. Yeah going to bed, getting up and, 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 and like being very short and angry with my wife and my mm-hmm. kids and, and just mad about life in general. And like all this, I mean, just stuff that's just not me, man. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't me. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was, I was in the middle of this thing and, and, uh, had some health issues at the time, like, uh, probably feeling like I was having panic attacks, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was bad during the middle of that time or at the end of that time ended up finding out uh, I had sleep apnea. Mm. So apparently I hadn't been sleeping for mm. years. Um, nice. And uh, <laughs> that didn't help the situation because mm. as we learn, read about lack of sleep and mm. sleep depravity, man, it's going to cause your brain to not work properly. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, anyway, you know, one day it's like the clouds lifted and this was before I even got like all my sleep apnea treatment stuff. Mm. And I was just like, I mean, literally, it was like the clouds lifted, and I was out of that fog, and I was just like, almost like I came back to mm-hmm. myself again, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, Ryan, you know, I'm talking to my wife, like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, thank you for how patient you have been with me. Like, I don't know what was going on, but like, yeah. I was just not me. And again, during this time, and I mentioned this in the book, I was not, it's not like I was cheating on my wife, I wasn't looking at dirty stuff, I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, mean, I was getting up every day, working out, getting up every day having a quiet time, spending time with the Lord. Like yeah. th- I didn't change my diet. It's not like I was eating a bunch of potato chips, and, mm-hmm. you know, like macaroni and cheese every day. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't that I was just, nothing had changed in my life except mm-hmm. the fact that something wasn't right <clears throat> in my brain or in my heart or my spirit. Don't know why. I felt like I was under attack, I guess is the best way you could mm-hmm. describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, during that time, John 10 meant a lot to me as I came out of that. Mm-hmm. And where, where Jesus is talking about the sheep know his voice, or the sheep mm-hmm. know the voice of the mm-hmm. good shepherd. And mm-hmm. that he, the good shepherd, you know, takes care of the sheep and that uh, that they recognize his voice. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the thing that really kind of brought me out of that is I, I, I was like, okay, these thoughts that I'm having in mm-hmm. my mind that were all not good or healthy, um, you know, thoughts like your wife and children would be so much better without you in their life. Mm. Like you are nothing but a failure. Your business is terrible. And that was not true. We were having the best year we'd ever had, mm. like ever in business. Mm-hmm. So we're flourishing wow. all across the board. Mm. I'm working out hard. I'm getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Like all these things that were good things that were happening. Mm. But it was lies. Like you're just a big fat old man. <laughs> like you're not going <laughs> to, like, you know, your mm. wife she can't stand you. She doesn't look at you mm. like she used to look at you. Like mm. your kids, you don't need them and they don't need you in, in your life. Like mm-hmm. 
you need to be gone. Like mm. these kind of thoughts, you know, like you should quit your job and get, you know, all this stuff. Like I was able to hear through those lies and hear the voice of the father saying, don't listen to this stuff. Mm. Put this out of your mind. This is not where you need to be. You mm. need to be following me. I love you. Like mm-hmm. I created you for a purpose. Like just stay close to me, stay mm. close to me. And yeah. so, um, that, that ended up meaning a lot to me. And I talk about that um, story a little bit more mm. in the book. And I uh, ended up, I guess, really understanding that, uh, that how much that meant to me mm. in a hotel room in East Asia mm. in uh, 2020, as we, me and some guys were just kind of sharing some things mm. that were on our hearts one night. And uh, it was my turn to share. And mm. I, um, I kept, I don't know, like that guy just brought that up to me. It was like, hey, you remember how I rescued you? You remember how you knew mm. my voice? So, I'm sorry I keep mm. rambling here, but no, that's good. why did I know his voice? Mm. Because I had invested my life in knowing his word, mm. spending time in his word daily. Mm. I had invested in having communication with him daily, not just for five minutes in the morning, not just before I ate a meal mm-hmm. like I have I take that I think it's First Thessalonians 5.17 very seriously where it says pray continuously mm. like I take that very seriously like I am constantly having a conversation with the Lord in my head throughout the day mm. like all the time like a lot probably to the point people think I'm the crazy guy walking down the street because I'm it looks like I'm talking to myself and sometimes I am talking to myself <laughs> to be, if I'm going to be completely honest it's a little bit crazy yes a little bit crazy but a lot of times I'm talking to the Lord Right. And and that's my mumbling that you see is me just having a conversation with him. And then sometimes, mm. yes, I'm I'm questioning and answering myself at the same time, which I think mm. is kind of a sign of insanity. But <laughs> um, but the point there is we got to know the Lord. We mm. got to know his word. Mm-hmm. So that way, when these attacks come, we can see through that. Mm. And then that helps us to have peace mm. because we're not going to be allowed. We're not going to be swayed by the attacks of the enemy. Yeah, that's good. Thanks for sharing that. Um, well, my next question was going to be, what do you want people to take from this book? But I think you just laid that out pretty, pretty clearly there that yeah. the peace of the Lord can get you through anything. And like yes. you said, I think that's a good, good thing to hold on to until you get a chance to read this book is listen for his voice. And if you make yourself in tune with his word, that you're easy, it's easier for you to hear his voice over the voices mm-hmm. of those that are lying to you. And, so, and I want to yeah. jump on that real quick because you said know his word. And that's, a, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's the crucial thing, man, because... We see all this stuff in, like I was watching Diner Drive-Ins and Dives last mm. night. Love that show. Problem is, I watch it and then I'm like, I gotta get some food. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of so <laughs> it's not good when it's only 10 o'clock at night. But mm. there was, they were in this one restaurant somewhere, like in Washington State, and they and they had all, they were like, yeah, we're just all about positive vibes. And like, mm. you know, so we got all these cool sayings on the wall and it was all this, you know, mm. like middle, or like, uh, like hippie, new age, hippie hippie, yeah, yeah, like religion stuff, and it was mm-hmm. find your own peace and mm-hmm. be love and you know whatever. But none of it was about Jesus, man. Mm-hmm. So if we don't know what His Word says, then mm-hmm. we can we can think God is speaking to us, or or God is you know He's He's revealing this to me. Mm-hmm. No, He's not. Like if it's not, if you don't have a relationship with Him, if 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 it's not founded in what you can find in Scripture. Mm-hmm then that's not him speaking to you. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible's very clear that the devil goes around as a disguising as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know the Lord, mm-hmm. and if you don't know what his word really says, 
if you spend no time in the Bible, if you don't have a relationship with Christ, mm. then you might think you're hearing from God, but it is probably not Him. Mm. And so you better check that. Mm-hmm. You know, you better check what you're feeling and hearing mm-hmm. with Scripture. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is what I think God's telling me. Well, let me go look that up in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I love, I mean, I love listening to motivational speaking and reading and that kind of thing. And I remember when I was in my 20s uh, listening to a Tony Robbins CD set, which was really good. A lot of helpful stuff just about personal growth and, mm-hmm. you know, finance and business success, you know, uh, fitness, this kind of thing. But one thing he said in there was like, if you just feel in your heart that like you're that you you and your spouse aren't connected anymore, then to help you get on in life and to get where you need to be, you just might need to seek a divorce. Hmm. You know, and I was just like, whoa, mm-hmm. wait a minute, like mm-hmm. this is that no, like the Bible does not say go get a divorce mm-hmm. so that you can improve your personal success, mm-hmm. right? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So immediately, red flag comes up. But if I had not had that foundation in Scripture. And let's say me and my wife had had a fight that day. Mm-hmm. I'd been like, you know yeah. what? Guess it's time for me to move on from somebody who supports me more. There you, you know, go. that there kind of go. thing. Yeah, mm. that's right. That's crazy. Yeah, I think, like you say, that's there's so much uh, falsehood, and there, there's so many things that sound good out there, sound biblical, sound like something Jesus might have said when yes. you when you think of Jesus as as Gandhi, but a thousand years ago or whatever. You know, the thoughts are that. Uh, that, that can creep into our culture. Uh, I think it's helpful to, to have a book like this and that's taken from Scripture and uh, to use it in our daily lives. So is there anything else you want to add, Gabe, before we wrap this up? Man, i just like to say I love your Clemson shirt. I'm also wearing a Clemson shirt today, Red <laughs> Tigers. And, um, man, I just hope that this little book, it is a small book. It's only like mm-hmm. 55 pages, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the reason that it's small is because that's kind of the way my mind is, number one. And I'm a simple man. Seeing behind the probably, curtain. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Probably my favorite song from uh, Leonard Skinner, right? Simple <laughs> man. And uh, But also, I think if you're going through a really hard time right now, like emotionally, anxious-wise, you don't want to read 300 pages on how mm. you can find peace. Mm-hmm. It needs to be quick and hard-hitting and to the point. Mm. And so I really hope that that's what has happened with this book is it mm. is very concise and it's a quick read. You can certainly uh, probably read this uh, read this book, you know, and two times to the bathroom, mm. right? And then you mm-hmm. and then you're good to go. And that yeah. might be a little bit gross, but uh, that's just uh, yeah, that's, that's the way we roll, man. Sometimes that's all all the time you get there along. You go, so man. hey, that's... you can read it in a few trips and it'll be good. That's right. So tell us where we can find this book. So um, thankfully, right now it's up on Amazon, Kindle. Uh, you can get it on BarnesandNoble.com. So their e-reader version as well. Mm. Um, iTunes bookstore uh, you can find it there also and so yeah just search every little thing six small steps to perfect peace and put my name in there Gabriel O'Sullivan and uh, you can you, know, you can also get the other book that will be done on there as well but um, yeah every little thing six small steps to perfect peace and Gabriel O'Sullivan and that will uh, that'll come up and you can get it in any of those ways cool thanks for sharing about that book Gabe and thanks for doing it we're just Glad that the Lord's laid that on your heart, and we we hope and pray that several of you out there listening would would pick it up, read it, like it, share it with a friend, buy it for a friend. Like Gabe said, it's it's a small, easy thing you can give to somebody that's struggling with anxiety or depression or any number of problems that are, are real in today's world. So we hope you like it. 
Thank you for joining us today. Make sure you follow Lost Boys to Found Fathers on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can, like I said, check out Gabe's new book and Gabe's old book on Amazon.